It's March Madness. Welcome into Honorado and Bagnardi, everybody. The the official, right, in many people's minds, the official start to the NCAA tournament here with rounds one on Thursday and Friday. Bags, let's do this, man, right? Rounds one? Just round uh, yeah, one. Yeah, round one okay. on, on multiple we'll days. Help Does that we'll help you through it. This is the definitive bracket. Hope you got a good look. We're gonna. We, I, I am excited to break this all down with Coach Will Brown. Last year on this day, we had John Crispin from ESPN on the show. I literally ripped up my bracket that day yeah, because I had picked Baylor to win it all, and he told me Baylor's not going to win it all. And who won it all? I know. So Baylor. Yes. So what does it tell you? I'm not ripping Go with it up your gut. Year. Go with your gut. Not ripping up this year. All right, let's get going here on Honorado and Bagnardi. The head coach, Will Brown from the Albany Patroons, will be with us here. Nobody sees more college basketball than Will Brown, so I cannot wait to get his insights on the first-round games Thursday and Friday. Let's go. You're watching Honorado and Bagnardi. Is Honorado and Bagnardi brought to you by Alpen House? All right, Bags. These are probably the best two days in sports. Would you agree? Do you think this is the best postseason any sport has? The NCAA tournament. Well, let's let's save that argument. Well, we got games to break down. I'm trying to build it up here like, hey, people, this is maybe the best two days in sports you're about to witness here. Let's bring Will Brown into the conversation here, and we'll dive into what we've got going on here with the brackets. Albany Patroons head coach Will Brown. He's been to the NCAA tournament five times. Nobody has been to the tourney more than Will out of the America East. And, man, I know, Will, you see a ton of hoops, dude. Uh, how pumped are you for the games? And I'll maybe even say just lower the laptop hood a little bit there. <laughs> there it is. Uh, how pumped are you for these games, man? Listen, I'll help you out here, Chris. This is the greatest two days in sports by far. Not even close. How about last night's game with Rutgers and Notre Dame? Notre Dame won that game on St. Patty's Day, right? Yeah. They scored the final basket after midnight. A couple of overtimes. You know, so... Best sporting event there is. Super Bowls one day, Olympics every four years, NCAA tournament a month long every year. All right, let's move on. Okay, before we get into the brackets here, I want you to share your most memorable March moment. And if I remember correctly, I have the, the, the video queued up and ready to go here. But when you think March, NCAA tournament or not, what do you think of in your own personal experience? Yeah, for me, it's real simple. Peter Hooley shot to beat Stony Brook. What Peter went through, um, the death of his mother, she lost her life to colon cancer. Peter went home in the middle of the season, uh, came back weeks later, and you're showing the shot right now. Um, couldn't, have, couldn't have happened to a better young man and a better family, especially with what they had to go through, but something I'll never forget, get chills just talking about it, but... You know, every time we went to the NCAA tournament was special in its own unique way. But uh, Peter Hooley's shot, um, I think there's so many people across the country that still remember that to this day. 
What's it like coaching in the tournament? You get to the big dance. Obviously, you feel like you're playing with house money to some degree because you've you've done your business, you've won your conference tournament. But what do you say to the kids in the locker room about that moment and that game they're going out to play? Well, when you're a heavy underdog or, or you're coming from a one-bid league, if you're happy to be there, you're going to be sent home quickly. Um, and you're going to get beat bad. Uh, so for us, the first time we went, it's, hey, guys, we belong. Uh, we're here to win. Our preparation isn't going to change. We know who we're playing now. Let's get ready to go win a game. Because, again, if you're happy to be there, it's going to be a short stay, and uh, it could be an embarrassing outcome. So uh, Colleen Mullen, who's a really good friend of mine, the women's coach at Albany, she reached out to me the day before their conference tournament championship game. Any any advice was the question. Hmm. I said, yeah, don't waver from anything that you've done up to this point. Make sure your team is loose. Make sure they're ready to have some fun. But do not change what you do at all because it's worked up to this point. Keep them relaxed and loose and make sure they're focused on winning a game. It's natural to be nervous, but, you know, obviously she did a great job. They took care of business. And the same thing has to happen in the NCAA tournament. Believe in your preparation. I do think when you're a heavy underdog or from a one-bid league, you need to have a dominant player. Uh, it's helpful if it's a point guard. You have to be able to make threes, and you have to have some tremendous. You have to have tremendous toughness uh, as well. So, you know, it, it's a lot that you need. But you know, there's upsets every single year. This is the one year. Looking at the bracket, and I'm I'm, I'm going to try not to disappoint you guys. I just don't see a lot of upsets this year. I, I feel this exact same way. Some hellos here before we really get rolling. You know this guy, Will. Jason Palatsky, he's filling out his bracket on our uh, tournament challenge right now. Nick Manalone goes, yeah, happy St. Patty's Day. He's going green with Izzo in March. And Billy Blake, I see your question, man. We will get to that as we ask Will uh, to break down some of these games here. But let's do it. And Will, let's start out west where the number one seed is. And of course, that is Gonzaga. As we take a closer look here, taking on the 16 Georgia State, no problem for the Zags. Let's move past that. How about the 8-9, though? And that is a Thursday game, Boise State and Memphis. Tigers have been hot after it was a really disappointing start. What do you think about the 8-9 matchup here? Memphis is uh, the more talented team. Boise State's really well coached. I think for Memphis, are they going to make perimeter shots? Uh, I'm going to go with Memphis in this game. I'll go with the talent. Uh, Penny Hardaway got them there. That's half the battle. I think they'll be loose, and I think they'll play well, and they'll be Boise. How about the 12-5 there, Coach? Always a 12 seems to upset a 5 or more than one. Is this going to be one of those instances here with UConn and New Mexico State? No, I think UConn's going to punch New Mexico State square in the face. Uh, the way Danny Hurley coaches and how physical his team is built for a March where it's a half-court game. Okay, and now here's the game that – that you certainly know would know plenty about here, and that is Vermont as the 13, maybe trying to pull off the upset. Billy Blake wants to know, how does Coach Becker with the Catamounts get it done to knock off Eric Musselman in Arkansas? Can they do it? Listen, uh, John Becker's a great coach. It's a senior-laden team. They have two really good players in Ryan Davis and Ben Shungu. This is a bad matchup for Vermont. Vermont's going to try to slow the game down, control tempo, and if you know anything about Eric Musselman, 
he will not he will not oh he will not allow the other team's best players to beat him. So they will double Davis, they will double Shungu, and I think the tempo will be too fast for Vermont. Alabama, Notre Dame, the 6-11 in this bracket. You mentioned what we saw from Notre Dame last night. Is this an instance where having that game behind them helps them, helps their chances more to pull off an upset? Yeah, I, I think uh, Notre Dame's playing with house money. I'm going to go with the luck of the Irish. I think they're going to play really loose. They can shoot the ball. They score the ball well. Uh, and I think Alabama is very, very streaky shooting the ball from the perimeter. All right. Uh, you know, a, a, a hot team, right, that everybody seems to love um, is Texas Tech, right? I'm, I'm on that bandwagon. They defend like nobody else in the tournament. The key to Texas Tech is uh, can they score the basketball consistently? And they don't have great size. Um, but they're terrific defensively. And again, these tournament games are half-court games. And uh, Texas Tech, I think, will beat – Texas Tech will win that game. And I have them beating Notre Dame uh, and continuing to advance. These 7-10s can be tricky to pick, I feel like, every year. Michigan State and Davidson. Davidson, the team that always seems to make some noise in the tournament. Who do you like here? Yeah, Bob McKillop, great coach, Davidson. Motion offense, they're tough to guard. Uh, but again, Izzo's tough in March. I like Michigan, Michigan State to at least win one round in the tournament. And Will, this won't surprise you. The rock man says Duke all the way. So Duke's <laughs> the next matchup, Cal State Fullerton. That's a, that's a walkover, right, for the Blue Devils? Yeah, we don't even need to move forward with these brackets if the rock man says Duke. <laughs> that's it, done. You're done. right about that. You're right about that. All right, we will get Will's uh, final four before all is said and done here on Honorado and Bagnardi. But before we do that, and before we even move on to the next region, we're going to take a quick timeout here. Coach, hang with us. We're going from the west to the east right after this very quick break on Honorado and Bagnardi. You score! It's March Mania at Alpenhaus RV. Get ready for camping season now with blockbuster deals on new motorhomes and towables from an all-star lineup of RV brands like a new Catalina travel trailer for only $2.22 a month. Now that's a slam dunk. Don't forget, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Buy now and get 30 nights of free camping plus free storage till spring. Don't miss March Mania at Alpenhaus RV, your total camping outfitter. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. All right, we'll keep things rolling here with Will Brown, head coach of the Albany Patroons. By the way, home game on Friday. If you're watching us on Thursday, home game on Friday for the Patroons. And a quick look here. Uh, and then back at home on the 26th, which is, which is next Saturday. A couple of home games here for the Patroons to see Will Brown's squad who can uh, really get it done. And it's uh, the pro game, right, Will, compared to the college game. I know there are differences we've kind of detailed uh, off camera, but uh, I, I imagine you're enjoying the experience so far with the Patroons. Definitely different. It's a different game. So for me, it's a good learning experience. Toughest part of my job, to be honest, is managing egos right now. I've got 12 guys that all want to start, all want to be our leading scorer. At the college level, you can convince a freshman, hey, keep working. You've got a bright future. Just have to wait your turn. Nobody wants to wait their turn at the pro <laughs> level. So that's been a major adjustment, and we're navigating through that. 
I, f- I feel you, Coach. Deal with it every day with with Chris. He insisted it be Honorado when Bagnardi did not want the BO show, and it's tough. The egos are tough. So. Uh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. Sometimes guys just got to take that life life time life size mirror and take it <laughs> off the wall, man. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I hear. I you. like to I like to stand in those mirrors that make you look bigger than you are. The room, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah right. I, I hear you. Then I feel better about myself. All right, we're going from the west, where the number one overall seed is Gonzaga. And now moving on to the East here, Coach. John Conlon, by the way, shout out to our graphics guy here on Honorado yeah. and Bagnardi. The work he does is unbelievable. Baylor's the one. They're the fourth one if people kind of get into that type of thing. Uh, they will beat Norfolk State, though, Coach. How about North Carolina and Marquette in another 8-9? What do you think? I, I hate to do this because I live in a home of North Carolina fans, <laughs> so I would love to pick Marquette. But I do think North Carolina is playing really good basketball right now. I think they've started to figure it out. So I've got North Carolina over Marquette. All right, we saw Indiana get the win in the first four they're the 12 here against a five-seeded St. Mary's. What do you think? I stay up late. I'm a hoops junkie. I see all the West Coast games. St. Mary's is really good. Um, I do think that Indiana's too big, too physical, so I have Indiana advancing uh, to the next round. Okay. UCLA, Akron, UCLA surprised a lot of people last year right? with their run to the Final Four. Is this easy for the Bruins? Yeah, I think UCLA wins this game, an experienced team. Watch out for UCLA in this tournament. Nobody's talking about them. They have the experience of last year. Most of that group is back, and Mick Cronin can really coach. I like UCLA. Virginia Tech, I saw one or two brackets that had them winning maybe even more than one game, but Texas is going to be a tough battle. What do you think there? Texas is loaded with transfers and talent. Uh, They haven't played as well as they expected. Virginia Tech is on a roll. Veteran team. Fifth-year seniors, well-coached. I'm going with Virginia Tech in this game. Three fourteen. A U Albany guy, right? We talk about him all the time. Coach Jones and the Bulldogs from Yale. Uh, Purdue, though, maybe too tough of a task. I've had some great battles with James over the years. Terrific coach, done a great job at Yale. They are not beating Purdue. Jaden Ivy, the point guard for Purdue, might be the most dynamic player in the NCAA tournament. And then they have the two big fellas up front. I think Purdue's going to go deep into this tournament. I think Purdue wins this game easily. 7-10 in the East, Murray State, San Francisco. Your thoughts on that matchup? Yeah, you know, I've seen San Francisco play. They play in a great league uh, with Gonzaga. Um, So I'm a little biased here just because my familiarity with San Francisco. Love the way they play. Uh, uh, You know, I guess this is an upset. So I'll go with the 10-seed San Francisco in this game. Okay. All right. And then easy for Kentucky, right? I, I'll, I will eliminate all suspense here and I'll give my final four here at the end of the show, but I'm taking Kentucky to win it all. So obviously I've got them beating St. Peter's. Can they cover the spread? Will are you, or do you think that this is a dominant performance by Kentucky, which is a Thursday night game? And I think the number is like 17 and a half. I do think they'll cover St. Peter's is terrific defensively. They really guard, they get after you. They have a tendency to struggle to score. So I do think Kentucky, uh, if they can open it up early and St. Peter's falls behind and they have to speed up their offense and shoot quickly, I think St. Peter's will, will struggle. And I think Kentucky will open this up and uh, I do think they'll cover the spread. Okay, Bex, where are we going next, man? 
Well, we're going to go to the south, right? I mean, that's where we've got to go. I do want to get in real quick here with Coach. Coach, do you fill out a bunch of brackets? Do you get in a lot of pools, or do you generally avoid that, you know, being so close to the game? Well, up until this year, it was illegal for me to do any type of gambling with pools. Right. So now now I feel like I'm on parole because, uh, you know, I have the freedom to fill out brackets. So I don't have any money uh, invested, but I did fill out a bracket. Uh, I'm just hoping that I'm the smartest guy in my own home, but I have a feeling <laughs> either my wife or my two boys will actually uh, have a better bracket than me. But I really don't think there's going to be many upsets. So I do think my bracket this year for the first time is rock solid. Okay. I like that. All right. So we can probably move past the one seed then, Arizona. How about the eight and nine in the South, Seton Hall, TCU? Well, first, let me say something about Arizona. I think yeah. they're the best team in the tournament right now. All right, so now I'll go to the next game. Um, I'm going to go with my good friend, Jamie Dixon. Uh, I'm going to take TCU in this matchup. I think they play in a better league. Uh, I think they're battle-tested. They defend. Again, veteran team, and uh, the point guard, Miles, is really good. So I'll take TCU. Okay. Uh, I was in love with Houston last year. Um, I'm, I'm infatuated. I'm not in love anymore, but I'm infatuated with the Cougars. I, I have a hard time trying to figure out how their league will translate to the NCAA tournament. Here's a 5-12, which is a very in vogue pick. Everybody wants to find the 12 that's going to beat the 5. Is this it with UAB? Well, I'll tell you what, Houston's league is not great. Uh, Kelvin Sampson should be the national coach of the year. He lost two of his best players early in the season and he still ended up with a five seed. The way they play translates to the NCAA tournament. They're physical, they're tough, they rebound the ball. I do think they'll beat UAB in this game. Chattanooga is definitely the most fun name to say in the tournament, but are we going to be saying it for more than one game? Uh, you like Illinois here, right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, Illinois is a, is a dark horse in this tournament. They've got a strong backcourt. They're older, and they have Kofi Coburn up front, uh, who you know who's tough to handle at seven feet, two hundred and seventy pounds. So I think Illinois wins this game. Yeah, Coburn is an absolute monster. Um, Michigan gets in without having to play in the play-in game, which I think caught a lot of people's attention. Can they reward the committee's decision here by winning? as the 11 seed over Colorado State. Absolutely. They're going to win this game. Hunter Dickinson will dominate this game for Michigan. It's another team that's older, battle-tested, coming from a good league. Colorado State had a good year, but they're one and done in this tournament. All right. Assuming you're not going to pick Longwood over Tennessee. No. No. Well, the Tennessee is my sleeper team in this tournament. Okay. You can call them a sleeper team. Would not surprise me if they advanced all the way to the Final Four. Okay. I think they're that good. How about, how about Loyola, Chicago, a fan favorite for, for a lot of people following the tournament and against Ohio State? Yeah, you know what? Ohio State, if healthy, I think uh, is really good. Two of their better players are injured, so they're limping into this tournament. I just think Loyola will not sneak up on Ohio State, and I think Ohio State survives the first round. And then Villanova, no problem with the Blue Hens from Delaware, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll beat the Blue Hens. Uh, you know, it won't be much of a game. Okay, good. All right. All right, so we are through three of the regions here. 
on Honorado and Bagnardi. When we come back on the show, we'll finish things up with the head coach, Will Brown, and we'll look at the Midwest region, and we'll get his first-round picks in that region as well. Maybe we should make this a a segment throughout the tournament. We'll see what Mm. Will's schedule looks like if we can kind of update things as we go. We'll get Will's final four picks uh, as well, Bags, on the show before we say goodbye. And we've got Bar Rescue's John Taffer, on the show, the wild man from Paramount TV with Bar Rescue. He is still to come on the show here on Honorado and Bagnardi, but hang out for the Midwest region as well as Will's Final Four. We're back on Honorado and Bagnardi right after this. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. At Marcello's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Genair, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Wondering what to do now that your Philips CPAP was recalled? Dr. Frederick Dreyer has a safe and effective alternative treatment for sleep apnea. Just pop it in and get a good night's rest. Keep your quality of life. Call the Integrative Sleep Center today. We work with all insurances. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. Shout out to all of our partners here on Honorado and Bagnardi. Chris Honorado, Sean Bagnardi. If you're watching us on the News Channel 13 Facebook, Twitter, YouTube page, you find us here every single Thursday. If you're watching us on TV, that's on my four Saturday nights. And we've got the head coach, Will Brown, with us here. You see his Twitter handle there, at CoachWB33. That 33, Will, of course, is for somebody like Patrick Ewing or Scotty Pippen, right? Got to be. Actually, it's for Will Brown, right? (laughs) No, you know, you know who it is for the goat, man, Larry Bird. I know. And and one day the three of us will have a conversation about the greatest of all time because I could do it for hours on end. And and I know as long as you don't tell me it's the stat sheet stuff for LeBron James, I'm good with whoever else (laughs) it might be. I mean, I I just I love LeBron, but, you know, you, you need to sit at four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I, rings, rings matter. All right. Uh, we've gone through three of the four regions so far here and no, am I, is it fair to say bags and will no major upsets yet coach that you see in the bracket? Is that fair? doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, upsets. I think the biggest upset, which I don't think is an upset is Indiana over St. Mary's in my mind in a 12, five game. You know, I mean, just based on the seeds, but I don't think that's an upset. I think if Indiana was in St. Mary's league, they'd be a four or five seed as well. All right, let's catch up on on some comments here. Billy Blake wants to know, can North Carolina pull off the upset in the second round? Mm. Against Baylor? 
against Baylor. Yeah, I do think so because the first weekend, LJ Cryer is not playing for Baylor. He averages 14 points a game. North Carolina's got great size up front that complements each other with Baycott at the five spot and Manic at the four who can really shoot it. The key for Carolina is are their guards going to show up? Meaning, are they going to share the ball and will they knock down some threes? But <clears throat> their front court is outstanding and will give Baylor's front court problems. And Tommy's watching, or Tammy's watching the locals here. I don't blame you, Tammy. Andre Jackson from Albany Academy at UConn. August Mahoney, an Albany Academy guy. He's at Yale. And, and Riley Movey will end up at, at Iowa. That is where he is, uh, has committed anyway. Iowa is a really interesting team. And I know you are good friends still with somebody like Fran McCaffrey. So let's dive into the next round of things here, or the, I should say the next bracket of games, Coach. And that is to go to the Midwest region. Kansas is the one, no problem against Texas Southern, which won its first four game. But the 8-9, again, which confounds a lot of people. Creighton had a really impressive win over Providence recently against San Diego State. I like Creighton in this game. I think uh, they've balanced scoring offensively. San Diego State is known for their defense and rebounding. They have a tendency to really labor offensively. So I'm going to go with the team that can manufacture points uh, a little easier, and I'm going to go with Creighton. All right, I have Iowa winning two games in the tournament here, but you agree that they at least get past the first round with Richmond. See, you're a smart man. Maybe that's why it should be Bagnardi and Honorado. Appreciate it. I have Iowa into the Sweet 16, too. Here's the key with Iowa. They're playing as well as anybody in the country right now. Keegan Murray is a lottery pick. The question I have for Iowa, if they have a game where they struggle shooting the basketball, can they get enough stops defensively to win a half-court game in the NCAA tournament? I do think they beat Richmond, um, but I also have them beating Providence in the Sweet 16. And okay. advance to the Sweet 16. Okay, so you've got Providence beating South Dakota State. We'll move on to the next one then. Uh, LSU, Iowa State. Yeah, I'm going with continuity here. Uh, LSU does not have the coach that coached them all season long, and Will Wade, he was fired recently. And so I'm going to go with Iowa State just from a consistency standpoint. I assume you don't think Wisconsin will get beat by a toothpaste. Is that correct? <laughs> no, I think Wisconsin's going to put Colgate through the meat grinder. I okay. think that'll be a very frustrating game for Colgate. Uh, let me re-rack this thing. We go to the bottom of the bracket here in the Midwest, and it's Auburn. Auburn is a team, Will, that looked like world beaters for a good part of this season in what I think was the best conference this year. Can the Tigers make a deep run here? Absolutely. Uh, there's nobody more passionate on the sidelines than Bruce Pearl. He's experienced. They have the best rim protector in the country in Walker Kessler. They have arguably the best player in the country or the one with the most potential in Jabari Smith. Here's the key to Auburn. Their point guard, Wendell Green, all right, needs to remember that Jabari Smith is the best player on the floor just about every night, and he needs to get him the ball. Wendell Green has a tendency to dominate the ball and take too many shots. The NCAA tournament is about superstars. Ride your superstar. And if Auburn rides their superstar, they're 
or their two best players, they'll continue to advance and they'll have a chance to win it all. Okay. Can we do, okay. Do we say Miami? Your... Did we skip Miami USC? We hit them. We did. We did skip them, but I love Miami in this game because Miami is an old team. They have three perimeter guys that can create off the bounce, that can get the ball into the paint. They're a matchup nightmare for many teams. I think Miami is going to beat USC, and I think they're going to beat them by double digits. All right, my some of some of my beliefs here have been affirmed by by Coach Brown's opinions, which I love to hear. Maureen says, "Will Brown, great guy, awesome coach. Which is more true, awesome coach or great guy?" Probably neither. Maureen's just too kind, uh, but I appreciate Maureen, and uh, you know she just uh, made me feel good. So I, I'm going to enjoy this day now, moving forward. But thank you, um, Maureen. Billy yeah, wants to searching the, the comments, mask. Chris. Maureen had nothing nice to say about us as I searched through these. Yep. Good point. Go Very yep. good point. Yeah. Uh, Will Brown, great guy, awesome coach, uh, on with two idiots. Uh, Billy Blake wants to know best mascot in the tournament. Uh, the Jackrabbits from South Dakota State. Is there another one that's jumping out to us here, guys? Ooh. The Santa Cruz banana slugs aren't in the tournament, are they? <laughs> um. <laughs> that's probably pretty good. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. All right, Will, I, I didn't ask it, so I don't feel as guilty, but I'm going to include it because it's a viewer comment, which we love on this show. Would you ever consider coaching in college again? Absolutely, as long as it's the right fit. Absolutely. For me, what's going to be uh, really important uh, you know, is resources and athletic director. Those are going to be the two most important things for me uh, moving forward. I was very fortunate to have worked for Dr. Lee McElroy, who's Awesome, unbelievable guy. Chris, you and I spent time with him the other night, the yep. Rensselaer Chamber of Commerce uh, Midnight Mania. Oh, no, I'm sorry, March Mania uh, panel. And that was an awful lot of fun. So, uh, absolutely would. Uh, there's no, look, we're talking about March Madness right now. There's nothing better than that. And the last thing I'll say, location will be important because. Uh, the best thing for me this year was I did not miss one of my older son's games and I never would have had the opportunity to do that in the past. So just got to find the right balance. It'd have to be a top job though, right? I mean, you're not going to, you wouldn't be an assistant. You'd have to be a head coach. No, I had opportunities to do yeah. that last year at a high level. And, uh, when you've been a head coach for 23 years, it's tough to make that move. Um, you know, just, something that I not, I'm not interested in doing. Uh, but there's a lot of guys that do go that path. All right, we're not going to ignore what Will's doing now, and that's coaching the Patroons. Another look here at the next couple of home games for the Patroons at the Washington Avenue Armory, Friday the 18th against Connecticut, and then next Saturday against Pennsylvania. Uh, let's, let's keep you in this hot seat here, Coach. Um, I'm, I'm saying first-round upset. Now, you did pick Michigan as an eleven. But I don't know that that would really be an upset in a lot of people's minds. Do you have one that maybe you didn't pick, but if you had to go out on a limb, you'd say, okay, here's a chance that maybe a double-digit seed wins? Well, I said Indiana, but I don't think yes, that's an upset right. either. But it, it, it is based on those brackets where you get points for certain seeds. Um, I don't know if this would be an upset, but Miami's a 10 seed over a 7 against yep. USC. But if you're looking at something – a complete upset, somebody from a one-bid league, um, I would I would go with Loyola Chicago again just for the fact that they're an experienced team that's been here before. Okay. How about a five? Up on anyone. 
How about a five seed or lower that might make it to the final weekend and the final four? Ooh, a five seed or lower. Well, I think Iowa's going to get to the Sweet 16, but you're looking for a deep, deep run. Um, uh, Tennessee's a three. What's Illinois? Uh, Illinois four. four. Illinois, I think, can get to the final four. UCLA's a four. Um, I, 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 I don't. Um, I'll tell you what. If there's one team who's playing great basketball right now that can get to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, People are going to laugh at this, but if you watch them play in the ACC tournament, um, you have a great appreciation for them, and that's Virginia Tech. Really? Yeah. I mean, they, they ran through the ACC tournament. I just wonder if they have much gas left in the tank. That's always my fear is when the when a team overachieves in a conference tournament, you've got to play four and four days or something like that. You, you said it. Do you have enough left, or is all the emotion out of you? Yeah, you know, and – I'm really looking, and, and I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I just don't see it this year. I really don't. Okay. Yeah. Who are you All rooting? Right. Who are you rooting for, Coach? Are you rooting for one team in particular? Anyone, or you that, for North Carolina? Anyone that plays North Carolina, just so my family <laughs> suffers. Uh, <laughs> Good. Um, you, you know what? Uh, I would love for Gonzaga to get over the hump uh, because I'm tired of hearing people – say they're a mid-major, number one. I'm tired of hearing people say they never get it done. Well, has anybody been more consistent than Gonzaga? Just because they haven't won at all, they've gotten to national title games, Final Fours, Elite Eights. And for them to do it out of the conference that they play in and the program that Mark Few has built is unbelievable. So uh, I'd like to see Gonzaga, and I, I do – I would like to see Purdue because I think Matt Painter is a really good guy, an underappreciated coach who's done a, a great job. Uh, but I also would like to see some personalities uh, there. That's why I would love for a guy like Bruce Pearl, whether you like him or not, love the energy, the passion. He's got to change his shirt like six times you know, <laughs> before the second half even starts. And he wear, you know, wears his emotions right on his sleeve. So, um, you know, I just want great games like last night. You know, sure. Rutgers and Notre Dame, I mean, if we get a bunch of games like that, I mean, come on now. I mean, that that's what this tournament's all about. And it'd be good for the tournament too, right, if Coach K made a run in his final year? Yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what the TV people want. Yeah. You know, they want Duke to advance. And I'll be honest with you, Duke can win the whole thing. What worries me about Duke is their three most talented players who are all projected – to be lottery picks or all their freshmen. And one thing, look at John Calipari. I think what he learned from last year to this year, it's okay to be old because mm. he brought in three transfers immediately eligible. They go from winning 11 games to now having an opportunity to win a national championship. One of those three guys is Oscar Shibway, who might be the national player of the year. So it's amazing how quickly uh, a program can change in a few months. But I think Duke would be a great story. If, uh, if Duke goes out early, it's bad for the tournament, in my opinion. Uh, I would love to see a Gonzaga-Arizona national title game because it's head coach versus former assistant coach, former assistant versus mentor, and both teams are good enough to win it all. You said one thing about Purdue. Is Ivy the best player Matt Painter's had? 
got to be, right? He is. And listen, I'm far from John Wooden. I have, I have enough trouble doing what I'm doing. All right. But Matt Painter is one of the best coaches in the country. When I watch Purdue, I think Jaden Ivey, they forget about him a lot. The ball is not always in his hands. He's going to be, he has a potential to be an NBA all-star one day because of his skill set and his unbelievable athleticism. Man, put that ball in his hands and let him make plays. Tell the other guys to stay the heck out of his way. He's either going to dunk it on you, score it, or drop it off to the one of those bigs. Um, you know, their success will be predicated on giving the ball to Ivy consistently and how well they defend. Yeah, everybody's got him as a top three pick. All right, Coach, we've taken up more than a half hour of your time here. We're going to let you go on this and, and explain as much as you want or as little as you want. Give us your final four in your national champ now. I'm going to go with Gonzaga because I think the the referees um, in the NCAA tournament are under a microscope. So they're going to be sharp. They're going to call everything. So as long as Gonzaga has freedom of movement, all right, and they're allowed to play, they have a great point guard in Andrew Nemhard. I think they're going to advance. My concern with Gonzaga is if somehow Texas Tech can beat Duke And in the Elite Eight, Texas Tech matches up with Gonzaga. I think that could be the worst matchup for Gonzaga in the tournament. Mm. So I got Gonzaga. All right. Now I'm going to go down to the East. In the Elite Eight game, I got UCLA and Purdue. I'm going to go with Purdue's size wearing down UCLA's front court and Jaden Ivey being too dynamic. So I've got Purdue in the Final Four. All right. I'm going to go to the South. This is a tough Elite Eight because I've got Arizona and Tennessee. Tennessee's my sleeper if they are a sleeper. Um, I've seen a ton of Arizona. Too big, athletic, and talented. I've got Arizona advancing to the Final Four. Now I'm going to drop down to my Elite Eight in the Midwest. I've got Kansas and Auburn. Here's what a lot of people don't know about Kansas. They have a young man in their program who has not played most of the season or he's been limited slash hurt in Remy Martin, a point guard, led the Pac-12 in scoring a year ago. If you watch the Big 12 championship game, Remy Martin all of a sudden plays 26, 27 minutes, scores 12 points, five rebounds, five assists. He brings that dynamic off the dribble presence that Kansas does not have. They've got a big, they've got a center in McCormick who's playing well. Oche Agbai is going to be a lottery pick. They've got all the pieces. The dynamic playmaking point guard was the concern question mark. If Remy Martin can make it through the NCAA tournament healthy, Kansas will advance to the final four. And I'll have I've got Kansas, Arizona, Gonzaga, Purdue. I'm going to go with the two West Coast teams. I'm going to go Arizona, Gonzaga. And I hate to do this to Mark Few, but they're going to get beat in the national title game. And I've got Arizona as the national champion. So the Zags get beat again. What the heck do I know? And it kills me to say they're going to get beat in the national title game. But uh, Arizona is big, physical, athletic. I don't know what the status is of their point guard, Kerr Creesa. Uh, he didn't play in the Pac-12, uh, the final two games in the Pac-12 tournament, high ankle sprain. They didn't look like they missed the beat without him. 
But, yeah. uh, you know, it's tough to go through the NCAA tournament without your normal starting point guard. Right, and you hope maybe you can get through the first weekend without him, right? You, you right. win the first one, no problem, and then beat the 8-9. They should be able to get through the first weekend without him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Will, this was a lot of fun, man. As you get ready for today, how many TVs do you have going at once? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, we've got practice at 11 o'clock. So once practice is done, I've got to watch some film on the Connecticut Cobras and then uh, who we play uh, tomorrow night. But uh, I will uh, I'll have the laptop on and I'll have one one TV. And the good thing is my family uh, knows that, uh, hey, this is the time we either sit together and watch or we leave dad alone. So, <laughs> okay. you know. <clears throat> flip, a, flip a coin as to which uh, which will happen. But, uh, like I said, it's a great time of year, and uh, we're just hope for, hopeful for good games. Man, we so appreciate the time. We took you right up to practice here. Good luck uh, Friday night with the Patroons, and then back home Saturday night, next Saturday night as well. Uh, Will, you you know I'll be bugging you again, but uh, let's Any, do it again anytime. soon. It's my pleasure. Um, very rare do I get to talk with Two varsity level guys. There's no JV in this tandem. That's right. Thank you. We coach. want all. We want all the minutes, all the shots. Thanks, coach. <laughs> Absolutely. Talk to you guys soon. See you. Thank man. you. Will Brown, man. He nobody knows college basketball like Will Brown. Nobody. How great is that? He's got practice in 15 minutes, man. I mean, that that's that's just unbelievable. Yeah. You're Good. right though. He's got knowledge. He, I mean, he knows. He could tell you every coach, half the players on every one of these teams. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, all right, when we come back here on Honorado and Bagnardi, um, we'll give our final four. How about that? We'll give our final four. And we still have John Taffer from Bar Rescue coming up here as that show returns on March 20th, Sunday night, Paramount TV uh, at 10 p.m. Back right after this on Honorado and Bagnardi, a quick, quick timeout. Hang on. You score! It's March Mania at Alpenhaus RV. Get ready for camping season now with blockbuster deals on new motorhomes and towables from an all-star lineup of RV brands like a new Catalina travel trailer for only $2.22 a month. Now that's a slam dunk. Don't forget, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Buy now and get 30 nights of free camping plus free storage till spring. Don't miss March Mania at Alpenhaus RV, your total camping outfitter. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. All right, Bags, let's go. Look, I wanted to I wanted to let the expert, you know, really give him the time, give him the floor. And we did that with, with Will Brown. No, not you. Yes. Not you. We did that with Will Brown to let him explain who he thinks is going to the Final Four, who he thinks is going to win this NCAA tournament. So in the next five minutes or so we have before John Taffer pops on with us here, Bags, give us your Final Four. All right. So I've got Duke taking down Gonzaga in that Elite Eight game. Kentucky over Baylor for me. I know. I know what you're thinking. He's riding a lot of chalk. And yeah. I am. I mean, it's kind of how it is, but I've got, I've got each number one seat at least getting knocked off here yep. in the elite eight and similar story over in the South. Cause I've got Villanova taken down Arizona coaches team to go all the way. And I do have the one seed over the two with Kansas over Auburn. I like Kansas 
to get to the championship game. Just something about you know, it's there's a lot of times you just go with your gut on these yep. things because you can overthink the bracket way too easily. And I do it every year, and then you know, it just comes out day one, you could rip the whole thing up. So we'll see. Um, I got Duke in the championship, and I'm just riding with Duke because I think Coach K. Look, this is the last year for him, a legendary coach. I think the guys are going to play for him, and maybe he finds a way to get it done. Wow, Duke, okay. Um, if you thought that was chalky, wait to hear my final four. Okay. Gonzaga. I, I, I do – I understand how good Duke is, and I understand it's Coach K's final run. Give me Gonzaga. And here's, here's my one hang-up. They're better. With, with the Zags. They were better last year. Mm. And and got beat up bad in the in the final. Can they? Are they really better than Duke? Like that. That's my concern. Is are they really better than Duke? They don't play anybody for the majority of the season. Okay, I'm not talking about the the preseason stuff before you get into the conference tournament. Once they get into the West Coast, that they, they just don't play anybody. I, I, I worry are they going to be able to beat a team like Duke? Although Texas Tech for me is the real landmine in this bracket for Gonzaga. It isn't Duke. It's Texas Tech. As I know Will said it too, but I'm on the Red Raiders too. If they can score enough, they've got one of the best defenses in the country. If they can score enough, yeah. they're, they're, they're a potential landmine. I'm going down to the east from the west. Kentucky's my team to win it all. Okay, I already said that on the show, so obviously they get to the final four. In the south, I'm on Arizona. They're, they're just way too good. I don't see anybody else in that region, and I like Tennessee. I picked them to win the SEC tournament weeks before that tournament started, but they're just not going to be consistent enough offensively to beat a team like Arizona. So I'm on Arizona. Okay. And then I'm with I'm with Coach on Kansas, and because of Remy Martin, I mean he's stealing all my good information and lines here. Because yeah. of Remy Martin, the, the transfer from Arizona State is that much of a difference maker for me. And I know there are going to be a lot of people out there who say, "Ah, Bill Self flops." In March, when he gets to the tournament, he doesn't win enough, doesn't go deep enough. This year, he's got the point guard to take him there. So give me Kentucky against Arizona with the Wildcats beating the Wildcats. How about that? Ooh, I like that. All right. Yeah. I got <clears throat> on, on DraftKings plus 4,500 for all four number one seeds to make it. Now, I know it never happens. It, it rarely happens. It's happened it, it once, has. right? Yep. yep. But it never happens, right? Yes, yes. And as I look at it, maybe Baylor is the most difficult one, but you, you kind of like, I mean, talk about Duke, and but Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, right? I mean, there's a path to getting all four number ones, and I figure hey, you throw 10 bucks on it, you could get 460 bucks, 450, you know, so that I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on that. So I'll be rooting for the number one seeds. And I'm going to, as now, because this is the, the real first year we can really get into gambling on some games, yeah. I'm going to pick some games today. I think the key to it, to have fun with it, is try to parlay together a bunch of these first-round games and see what you can do. I have a nine-team parlay <laughs> built right now that included one of the first four games. It was Notre Dame to win on the money line, so they're through. So I got a nine-teamer built. Ooh. One of them is through with Notre Dame. But now I need eight to come through in the next couple of days. It won't happen, but it is fun. I always just think like, let me get at least like four or five deep. Don't kill me right off the early right off the jump. And yep. now I, I can't even think about it. Ash says, come on, Duke. What are you doing, bag? Sam is with Ash too. I you know. can't root for Duke, he says. 
I can. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I can man. I can root for Coach K. I mean, I don't love do. I don't love Coach K, but yeah. the storyline of him in his last year, I just think it adds an interest level that would uh keep me more locked. I mean, you're locked in on the tournament, but but that will be fun to see. Sam also says, Hey, bag, say something about Kyrie dropping 60 the other night. Not right now. Don't say anything about Kyrie dropping 60 the other night. Do it in about uh, 10 minutes or so when we wrap things up here on Honorado and Bagnardi. Sean will say something about the incredible performance of Kyrie Irving and maybe even how he won a little bit of money on what Kevin Durant did recently. You're watching Honorado and Bagnardi. When we come back, John Taffer from Bar Rescue as that show returns to Paramount TV on Sunday, March 20th. Hang on. We're back right after this on Honorado and Bagnardi. Save, you score. It's March Mania at Alpenhaus RV. Get ready for camping season now with blockbuster deals on new motorhomes and towables from an all-star lineup of RV brands, like a new Catalina travel trailer for only $2.22 a month. Now that's a slam dunk. Don't forget, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Buy now and get 30 nights of free camping plus free storage till spring. Don't miss March Mania at Alpenhaus RV, your total camping outfitter. At Marcello's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Genair, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. And we're back on Honorado and Bagnardi. And uh, we thought we had energy bags. No, wait until we get into things here with our guest, John Taffer. His bar rescue returns to Paramount Sunday night, 10 o'clock. Check it out on Paramount TV. It is a show that is an absolute smash. They've had more than 200 episodes. And John, thank you so much for taking the time with us here in Albany, New York. Uh, let me first ask you, people who know you well, how would they describe you? Well, I think they would describe me as sincere. <laughs> Uh, I think they would describe me as motivated. But, you know, Chris, uh, when I go into these bar rescue situations, I only have four days. And I've never been there before. I've never met these people before. So I have to design it, build it, put the food, the drinks in, get everybody trained, get logos done. And I have two days to get all that done to reveal it to them uh, uh, when we're finished. So there's a lot of pressure, which makes me uh, a bit more intense than I normally am. <laughs> so obviously there are a lot of things very industry specific that you deal with, but bar rescue in a sense is really business rescue. Can you kind of step back and give us a bigger picture thing that you think you see in a lot of businesses mm -hmm. in general where you would say, okay, this is one or two things where management could really improve their overall work environment. Yeah, that's totally true. You know, I, I believe that every failing business has a failing owner. 
And I have to change what's going on in that owner's head if I'm really going to change what they do and how their business reacts to what they do. So it's not easy. Uh, I can fix a wall. I can build a bar with my eyes closed. That's easy. It's changing the ownership and changing management and how they behave. That's the challenge. But guys, that's also the biggest reward for me when it happens. Yeah, I mean, as we watch some of the the, the promo here for the return on March 20th at 10 o'clock on Paramount TV, you see your intensity, but you're also going to see the joy that comes at the end of this. And, and John, we are mostly a sports talk show here, but as I watch this, I think you're a coach. The coach trying to get the most out of his or her players, and then there's the celebration and the joy after all the hard work goes into it. Do you ever think of yourself that way? I do, you know, and it's interesting. Uh, 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 when we did the episode with uh, Sean Lynch, uh, he looked at me in that episode and said to me, you should be a coach, you should be a coach. <laughs> Uh, so, so uh, yeah, you know, I have to motivate in the end. We have to work hard in training. We have to sort of get our attitudes right. And then we got to go out and fight the good fight. And we got to get every inch. <laughs> you know, in, in a business environment, there's really not a great difference. The other interesting thing is I always tell families that this isn't a family. Inside these four walls, you're a team. Families forgive each other in failure. Teams don't. Mm. <laughs> so mm. that whole sports connection is, I think, absolute from beginning to end. Yeah, and along those lines, I mean, you kind of look at times to me like a baseball manager who's maybe a little <laughs> bit upset with a call. Like the baseball managers, though, who sometimes embellish it a little bit or who get into it kicking dirt and picking up bases. When you are in that mode and you're really yelling at somebody and giving it to them, does a part of you really enjoy that? Well, you know, when I see it benefit and results, I do. Sometimes it's deliberate because, uh, again, I have four days. I have to make them hear me. They must hear me. They know their bar is dirty. They've been told that a hundred times. This time needs to be different. So sometimes my volume and anger is deliberate. Sometimes it's very, very intense and, and, and uh, 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 more emotional. But in all cases, I'm always focused on purpose, which is getting out the other side of it with them in a better place. And the greatest moment in Bar Rescue is, of course, that hug in the end. And when you think of how intense it gets, and there's moments when they must hate my guts, <laughs> but I still get that hug at the end. So, so uh, I guess, you know, so does a great coach. You hate him on some days, but when you win, you give him that hug. Uh, you don't want to miss all the intensity, the celebration, March 20th, 10 o'clock, as Ball Rescue returns on Paramount TV. It's kind of fitting that we're speaking to you now on St. Patrick's Day. And, Sean, quick trivia here, and John will let you go on this. Sean, what is John Taffer's favorite drink? It is one you and I know well, and we both enjoy it. A Guinness? No. It Jameson? Is, it is. John, is this true? The Godfather. Oh. That is true. That is true. Okay. And I've been drinking Godfathers for many, many years. I like mine a little dry, Chris. Okay. So I'll do a little less amaretto uh, 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 than traditional. But yeah, I've been drinking those for many, many years. Simple, but great drink. You're not kidding. We so appreciate the time here. JohnTaffer.com is a great way to find all the big things he's doing on top of being a best-selling author. Taffer's Tavern is taking over the United States. John, thank you so much for the time here. Chris, Sean, take care, guys. If you're overweight, if you snore, don't wait for your next physical to find out you have sleep apnea. 
It could cost you your job. Call Dr. Frederick Dreher at the Integrative Sleep Center for a game-changing alternative in sleep apnea treatment and get a good night's rest. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. Alpenhouse, Novice, Integrative Sleep Center, Popeyes, Marcella's, Pick 6 Vodka. Huge shout out to all of our sponsors here on Honorado and Bagnardi as we get ready for the two best days in all of sports. There are not two days back-to-back like this in professional sports. Are there, Sean, or are you going to take like NFL wildcard weekend now with the expanded playoffs? You get three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Is that better for you than this? I'm saying that's in the conversation. This, of course, is not professional sports anyway, but I understand where you're going with it. Sorry. Um, Yeah. Look, it's in the conversation for me. I'd rather watch playoff football or playoff basketball or playoff hockey. Wow. So you're not really feeling the madness here. All right. Well, then why don't we do what Sam asked you to do, and that was to say something about what Kyrie Mm -hmm. Irving did, dropping 60 the other night. Yeah, it feels a little less special when it comes the day after Carl Anthony Towns drops 60. It's like everybody's scoring 50 or 60 points. Tatum did it recently against the Nets. LeBron, Durant has done it. Kyrie had 50 the week before he had 60. So, But all that being said, 60 is 60. That that really is a special game no matter what. And I know it was against a bad Magic team, but it almost doesn't matter because it's like you're just so locked in. It could have been any – not, not that it could have been any team, but – that's that's going to be a special performance regardless. It just makes me more frustrated he's not on the court in the home games. The mandate is just so ridiculous now where he could on a Sunday be sitting courtside high-fiving, and then he can't go in the locker room. He gets fined for that. He can't be on the court and play. It's just absurd. You mentioned I want some money against Durant. Uh, or well, let me, let me sneak this one in because I put yeah. it up on the screen already. Sorry, I thought you were rapping. No, uh, this will be quick. John, who who makes the graphics for this show, says March Madness is king. That means March Madness is king. We agree with whatever John fine. says. Bags, you got 15 seconds on Durant. Well, I was just going to say, I, I saw that look in his eye in pregame warm-ups against the Knicks on Sunday. Bet him uh, over 40, and of course, he finished over 50. So that, 40. So that worked. Big bet. 40. Big bet. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, Bags likes Duke to win it all. I've got Kentucky to win it all. Thanks for hanging out and watching Honorado and Bagnardi as we break down the brackets. Enjoy the tournament.